everybody welcome to a new episode of two drunk fans we kind of are finally drunk gab has just come from a timbers game and i am recording at 1 a.m eastern time so i'm tired enough that i might as well be drunk gab, you're loopy loopy gab what were you drinking uh i had two ciders tonight um one at a bar before the match and one inside the stadium yeah that's what I was drinking. Um, how about yourself? Uh, water, because I made spicy popcorn so tonight. And You made what? I made spicy popcorn tonight. What? It, oh, did you put your powder stuff on it? My Carolina Reaper powder? Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, did you enjoy it? <laughs> yes, very much. Good. Good, good. I love spice. <laughs> anyway... So it was kind of a slow week. I mean, we had four results, but they were four tight results. And, you know, I'm not going to say any of these games was particularly boring, but at least one was particularly boring. Which one? Um, I said I wasn't going to name names. But then you said one was, so name names. I found Utah-Houston a little bit boring. Okay. And Seattle-Chicago was less boring but it was still kind of a deadlock it was more of a deadlock than i thought it would be you and i both predicted that actually i said seattle chicago was going to be a goal fest i said seattle would beat them three to two five goals there were zero yeah goals. you were kind of wrong on that one i mean you said chicago was going to beat seattle two one so it's not like either of us was particularly good true but you said five goals and i said zero goals no you said three no goals. i said three goals three Three. Damn it. And Three. it was zero goals. And it was, yes. I mean, let's <sighs> just go back. It was four games, one day, and WSL's perfect storm. We can start off at Utah-Houston, the kind of boring game. Tight. Utah won Houston zero. This is another game where Utah was the home, and Houston looked sloppy and kind of tired, and I think this maybe is part of the altitude stuff that you mentioned whenever we... Like, Utah. I just, I am at a loss that Utah is still struggling with it. I don't know if Utah's struggling with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good game for Erica Timrak, who, you know, if you think about the, the arc of her career, the NWSL, it was so bright for a while. Everyone's like, she needs to be kind of making her way into the national team. And then she just kind of faded. She had some mediocre seasons. I think Laura Harvey is looking to try and you know, revitalize her a little bit, she got a goal. I don't think she'll ever make it back to the national team. The That ship has sailed, but... It's, Unfortunately. Yeah, it's not too Short shorts. Oh. Um, and remember that one Insta she posted, and I think Heyo commented where she was like, uh, she said something about her tasteful side boob because of her tank top. <laughs> it's like, Heyo, yeah. this is a public Instagram. Heyo, I love your side commentary. Uh. I so, live for it. Nobody roasts players like their own teammates, so. Right. I thought Utah put together some stuff that looked okay. They've got potential in them. But considering the quality of opponent, sometimes it's a little hard to, like, if they had played the way they played, 
but against North Carolina. Would they have won this game? I don't think they would have. Yeah, I think Utah is doing this thing where they play to the level of their opponents, Mm. and it's not pretty. Katrina Gorey is interesting for Utah because it looks like it's her goal to um, hack at the shins of every single other non-Utah player in the league until she's collected them all. Isn't that her MO every year? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's because She's kinda like Desi Scott, you know? Yeah, short people are, are angrier all the time. And me being a short person, it's true. You said <laughs> our, it, not me. Our uh, you and I are both pretty short. You're shorter than I am, uh-huh. actually. I feel like the intensity is inversely proportional to the height. So the smaller, the more intense. It's because we can't reach things on high shelves. It's a frustration. It's just angry all the time. So yeah. much anger. Just building. So much pent-up anger. I can't wait to start shrinking. My mom is shrinking. So it's going to happen I think soon. I think you have a few years. Maybe. I am taking uh, these little calcium chews every day. Really? Mm-hmm. It's time. Oh, man. We're, that's, um, that's so good. Aren't women particularly vulnerable to osteoporosis? So by a certain age, you need to start taking calcium supplements? I dig it. That's that sounds uh, true. I'm I'm not, so you're making me feel kind of bad right now. But you know, <laughs> um, I'll just start shrinking first. I feel like I eat enough calcium, or I ingest enough calcium in my diet. Though I have a very cheese heavy diet, and I'm not lactose intolerant. Yeah, I am lactose intolerant. So <laughs> I yes, I'm I'm aware. Although I think you and I both know that's never really stopped me from eating no. as much cheese as I can handle. No, it's never stopped you. I viewed it more as you th- taking it as a challenge. <laughs> um, and then a challenge of how do you then process in a way that will not um, exile you, force you to go into exile. These days I try to, if I've consumed dairy, I try to do it when I know I'm going to be alone for like the next four to six hours. You know what I'm saying? That's ridiculous. <laughs> I hope I never become that lactose intolerant. I feel like I feel like as I age, my body does become intolerant of things. Like I can't have mochas as often as I used to, or like lattes. Mm-hmm. But I can still have like cream in my coffee, and I can still have cheese. I can still have cream in my coffee. Like a little splash of milk is not going to send me, you know, running for the whiz palace. Yeah, if I ate a whole block of cheese like I did last week, then. <laughs> All bets are off. <laughs> like you did last week. Let's oh just say uh, I startled the cat. He was sleeping peacefully and I startled the heck out of him. Oh, God. Let's move on to the... <laughs> to the game you care about? <sighs> to the game I care about and stop talking about your dietary restrictions. Portland broke a, what, five-game non-winning streak? Yeah, I mean, non-winning. They had some draws in there. I think headlines are headlines. Clickbait is clickbait. Mm. The Thorns weren't looking great. They weren't looking great at all. Maybe it. This was a narrow result too. I thought Portland had enough to win this one at least by two, but they scraped by this like one nothing goal. Ellie Carpenter's first goal. <sighs> Youngest goal scorer now in the league, Drink. Yay, we get to hear that for the next however many long years until there's a 17-year-old playing in the league. You guys get to add that to your phrase of things to drink to, so 
Yeah. You just you just gotta love that she's only eighteen and three weeks. <laughs> so it's gonna take a seventeen year old to break that record. I like that eighteen and three. I know it's important for like marking who's actually the youngest, but it's like when you're five and you insist right? like and a half. That half is very important. Or like I'm five and three months. Or when parents, after like 24 months, they're like, oh yeah, my kid is 48 months old. And you're like, oh, four years? Four, four years. You have a four-year-old. 40, yeah. 48 months. Oh, okay, cool. Wow, it's it's really going by that badly for you that you're keeping track of it in months. Okay. Well, <laughs> I didn't think childbearing is supposed to be a prison. Or it's but... that magical. And they just don't want the child to grow up. Okay, so... Ellie Carpenter's a baby established. Yes. Um, yes. She, how many months, how many weeks is that? 52 times 18 plus three. <laughs> how many weeks old is Ellie Carpenter? Hold on. 939 weeks old divided by four. 234.75 months. Roughly, considering not all months have four weeks. Sure, sure, sure. Roughly. Roughly. So 275 months <laughs> that's, old. That's Christine Sinclair being like, this is Ellie. She's 237 months. Because <laughs> right? like right after the goal, she, God. she went and like koala'd onto sink. It was, uh, and didn't want to come off. Yeah, it was it was cute. They all seem to jump on sink because she's so, I don't know, maybe because she's 30 and she's right there. <laughs> to me, I would be like, whoa, don't hurt her. She's like load-bearing, you know? Right? Load-bearing like, oh, Canadian. Oh, God. She's just, she's always ready for it. That that's gonna be the sad day when somebody when Lindsay Horan goes to jump on sink and sink collapses. Oh, don't don't talk about it. It's not gonna happen. But like in a fun way because they're both like trying to jump into each other. Uh, because sink jumps on people. On the on the Washington side of the equation, they were okay. Andy Sullivan is starting to finally look a little more solid. And then Mal Pugh continues to like try to drag everyone along in her wake. Like, come on, guys, we can we can do this. Ashley Hatch is. I'm starting to have the same concerns about her that I do about Sullivan. They're just taking a little longer to manifest. God, that one play that Pugh set up for Hatch, and Hatch just hit it like with her heel. It was god awful, and I love them for being that bad. But the thing is. This week might be the week that they get Rose Lavelle back, at least for about 15 or 20 minutes. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think we need to bet on what, like, we can't bet on Portland, Boston anymore for no, reasons. But um, So I think we need to place a bet on whether or not Rose Lavelle actually sees minutes on Wednesday night. I guarantee she'll be dressed for the game at least. Sure. I I believe that. Who are and they playing? I'm Washington's sure playing. That AD French also dresses for the Thorns. Washington's playing Sky Blue. I think Rose will get um, some minutes here because this is not. With apologies to Sky Blue, that's that's an easier reintroduction than it is like going straight in against North Carolina, Chicago, Seattle, even Portland at this point. So. Uh, what do you want to bet? Do you want to bet cash money? Do you want to bet a favor to be named later? Do you want to, like, bet five slaps? <laughs> I don't think we can bet a favor to be named later because I'm uncomfortable with what that means. <laughs> okay, I meant, like, go pick up my dry cleaning or something. Sure, but I'm also uncomfortable with what that means. What could go pick up my dry Like, am I going I don't to know. a drug rendezvous? 
Am I a crime I lord know. in this situation? What's a more realistic, a more realistic uh, uh, bet? Something to do with the final. Let's bet something for the next time you're in Portland. Okay. I mean, what? Like, if I lose, I have to... You have to do a taco eating contest. <laughs> <laughs> if I if I were driving that thing, it would have been a taco eating contest of fucking porque no, and they would have been amazing tacos, and you would have actually wanted to take your time because they were so fucking delicious. You and saw- the tortillas wouldn't have been as whack as they were. You saw me at porque no though, like I devoured the tacos that we had. Even though- I know you ate your two before I got done with one, and yeah. that was after you had eight and a half tacos before i'd had eight and a half tacos ice cream (laughs) and some other shit i don't remember i'm a human garbage can give me the garbage when you're back out here the winner gets to decide the drink that the loser is drinking first at the night before the match party okay so it could be anything all right if I win, I pick the drink that you're going to drink. And if you win, you you pick the drink that I'm going to drink next time I see you in Portland at the final. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm too tired to not agree with you right now. <laughs> Fine. Anything you want. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So the bet is that Rose LaBelle will not... I'm saying Rose LaBelle will not see minutes... I'm, I'm saying tomorrow Roosevelt will get on the pitch. All right. But it during the match. During the match, yeah. In uniform, <laughs> playing for Washington during regulation. <laughs> wow, you almost you're walked into a like, trap. You're, you're going to be like, well, she warmed up. She uh, participated in warm-ups. Sometime in between the first and last whistle of the referee, Roosevelt will be on the pitch. Right. Okay. Okay, got it. Well, so and then bad. we're so bad at this. And then I thought the most exciting close result of the weekend was Sky Blue one, North Carolina two, because Sky Blue came back at the death. Yeah. Well, okay. So Dunn and Mewis kind of made them look silly in the first half, but then they, I feel like they kind of dug in. You know, Carly Lloyd was really trying. She's tried before now, but this game she was really trying. Like friend of the. I mean, pod- she was really trying until she had to take a PK. And then she kind of looked like she was, like, 2011 trying. Ooh. At least it didn't go over, right? It just kind of got blocked. It just kind of went in the middle right by the goalkeeper. I'd rather have a PK blocked than have it go over, because if it's blocked, at least that means I was on frame, you know? True. 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 I'll I'll give you that. Points for that. Yeah. Um, So Carlos, Carlos showed up. Uh, for the first like 70 minutes and then after that though she was really trying mm-hmm. that it was a nice goal I mean it was off of you know a, a set play just it was a free kick right in the mm-hmm. 94th minute but it was a nice goal I mean she's capable of that I'm, I'm still so like hype about this McCaskill Katie Johnson pairing but I have to admit like it's not always I mean no players gonna have a great game every time so the question then becomes like if mccaskill and johnson aren't making it happen how does sky blue adjust 
Shave Groom got substituted for Janine Becky, who I think is a decent option now for Sky Blue as a forward instead of instead of uh, Denise Reddy trying to drop her into the midfield. Janine Becky is a forward we've talked about. And they've got Jen Hoy. They've got Mackenzie Meehan. I think I'd trust Hoy over Meehan right now. But yeah, it's it's not like they've they've got like a, a super impact sub kind of other than Janine Becky to come in and like mix things up in the front line. Maybe pushing Carly Lloyd higher is what you want and like trusting like Killian to help control that midfield. Oof, that's not the greatest option either. Or switch her out with actually McCaskill because McCaskill can drop into a midfield role. That's the role that she plays for the United States right now. Jill Ellis has played her all over the midfield. Um, Jill Ellis plays everyone all over everywhere. Maybe Anne McCaskill, I think, has better vision than Carly Lloyd at picking out the developing play right now. So you mm-hmm. drop McCaskill into the midfield. You use Lloyd to break the line, like just with her little battering ram persistence. She can pull some defenders loose and then open up space for Johnson and Groom or, or Becky, whoever's on the other side. Maybe that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. This is like, I'm sure Denise Reddy knows what she's doing. She knows a lot more than me. But it, I think it. The main point is, Sky Blue can't necessarily look to their bench in the same way that, for example, Portland can. I mean, okay, so you're trying to fix the team that's at the bottom of the table. That's the role that I play every season. Now that- I know, <laughs> I know, I'm aware, and I'm trying to figure out why you're trying to fix the team at the bottom of the table with all their current because romantic comedies taught me that if I love something, then I'm obligated to fix its brokenness you before it'll love me back. You love Sky Blue. I don't love anything right now. I don't have any feelings. Exactly. So, so what Sky Blue needs is to take advantage of this transfer window that we're in and actually acquire resources that are going to help is the team Is there a particularly improve. impressive player out there? I think there's an impressive player. Um, I think, I think that there are should be plenty of options uh, to get that player. You know, I'm so. Here's the thing: is I'm floored that the team that Carly Lloyd plays with is at the bottom of the table, and I would imagine that she would be calling on some folks to. Like, she she should be recruiting. Other national team players recruit. Well, uh, here's the thing. Sky Blue maybe can't offer the same amenities. Okay, if Sky Blue's not particularly an attractive destination, and we've just talked about the weakness of their bench, what can they possibly offer anybody to get an impressive player? So, I don't understand how Sky Blue is not an attractive spot. You basically... Like, what they need to be doing is offering players housing in Manhattan. I guess they they probably should have Manhattan, but, like... Or or Hoboken. Brooklyn. Queens. Or Brooklyn. Or, you know, they, they, they should... The, 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 this club is next to a major metropolitan area. The major right? metropolitan area, yeah. Right. And and so it's one of those things. It's like, why is this not a destination for certain players? Why is this not a destination for international players? Why isn't this a destination for players who can sign endorsement deals? And it could be the same thing why Boston, uh, uh, Chicago, New York, um, 
DC, they, they all complain about saturated markets. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so it could be, it could be this problem, but it's also, I think the fact that, uh, let's see here, where's your sack field? Piscataway. I know, but like where? Uh, a place that's not super easy to access by public transportation. It's not like Red Bull Arena. I think I'm remembering correctly, right? With Red Bull Arena, you can get on the path train and like hop over. It and, is and just... 45, is 50 minutes outside of Manhattan. I just remember driving to Rutgers, to the campus. There's really no obvious way it seems like to get there. And it's not like, I, I wonder if they run a shuttle from the nearest public transport stop. Even that's not ideal. Like, the the problem here is, it's just so ridiculous how we're in year six and there's this team that's still playing at a call it like at Rutgers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we've talked a little bit about so in the future is NWSL's growth going to be limited by the smallest team with the least resources, or are they going to start like cutting away the chaff and being like, "There's no room for sentimentality here. You have to come up to these standards, and if you can't, you're you need to look for a buyer, or we're going to have to leave you behind." And I think NWSL's not ready to be that ruthless yet because. First of all, they're not ready to handle that kind of loss, like, uh, either internally or externally in terms of optics. Well, and are we saying that Sky Blue doesn't have resources? Because that's counter to what we have been saying. Like, they do have resources, they're just not using any. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe it's not on owners to get extremely, you know, financially in the hole but damn something's gonna have to give at some point with with sky blue i think or or maybe even seattle now that's not to say that seattle's ownership is in any way like sky blue's ownership everything that i've heard about the predmores people always have good shit to say about them and they apparently really care about the team but teams that that don't have like deloy hansen backing and can't save on costs by doing things like sharing facilities, uh, front office staff, maybe even uh, to a certain level, like trainers or sports medicine staff. I don't know how long they're going to be able to hang in there with the league, like kind of being like, we're starting to, they're starting to buck against the reins a little bit, right? Maybe. I don't, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's infuriating. It's this puzzle that we can't solve and you're trying to solve it. Because they're bottom of the table, and I'm saying trim the fat. Um, I think all of this will come to a crossroads as soon as the league expands again. Yes. Maybe next year, or the year yes. after that. And how it expands. Because I think people are talking about either one team or three, not two, because they want to return to an even number of teams. Mm-hmm. So it really does make a difference in the schedule. I don't like the sound of expanding by three teams what are the odds of nwsl finding three good ownership groups and that also is like a very sudden dilution of the player pool instead of a gradual build-up or does it allow more opportunity for more nationals and more of the college players who get drafted every year i mean every year we go through like 40 draft that's true draftees and only six see actual playing time that's if we expand my three teams, like in one position alone, that's, you know, six more goalkeeping positions opening up. Right. Yeah. I'm just worried 
because with three teams, what are the odds that all the ownership groups are going to be cool, like, or, or, you know, have the same resources and commitment that we're, we're seeing right now from Utah, Portland, Orlando, or what are the odds that we're going to get a Houston in there? Pretty well, good. I, I think, I think we rolled the dice and hopefully, 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 uh, there's a commissioner in NWSL who's paying attention to some of the trends or the characteristics of what is going on in Houston and says, never again. Mm-mm. Hopefully there's because, a commissioner. You know, That's got the that key statement. Commish. Yeah. Last game. Last last match, which is played at, I'm surprised, I didn't realize that UW Medical sponsored the pitch. Oh, did they? That's what NWSL's website is telling me, that this was played at UW Medicine Field at Memorial Stadium. Oh. Had no idea. Well, maybe the city got a little UW money then. Saloran zero, Chicago Red Stars zero. I really thought that this was going to be an action-packed game, but what happened in reality was both teams' defenses really held up, and then their offenses were just like, oh, I don't know. Like, Megan Rapinoe couldn't do anything. Huerta couldn't do anything. Ertz got uh, 75 minutes. She was playing higher because with Nikki Stanton in Chicago Red Stars, that naturally pushes Ertz into a more attacking position. She couldn't do much. Ertz, 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 Ertz. Long was like hanging back a little more in front of the defense. She wasn't playing box to box as much. I think specifically because they didn't want Chicago helping to break them down. They don't want to goal fest. So it was, yeah, it was like two KG fighters kind of like trying to test out a couple punches here and there but no one willing to just like to rush in and start swinging yeah it was one of those matches that just kind of makes me think this could go on for like three hours and <laughs> nobody probably nobody would score i thought it was like a, nobody's making that move it's a decent game on on, on a goalkeeping level i think nayer uh-huh. had some good moves williams had some good moves that's two national team number ones versus each other I I agree. Um, I think that there that was probably the best element of these matches mm-hmm. or of this match. Although as much as it hurts me comparing goalkeepers right now, I do think Lydia Williams might be a better goalkeeper just because Nayers, it's her inconsistency makes it unpredictable. Like which Nayers gonna show up on this breakaway? Bad Nayer, good Nayer? You just don't know. Well, which defense is going to support her? That's that's also... I mean, why are you defending her more than me? Uh, because my heart is not ice and cold and coal. Uh, and you get broken by your people yearly. Yeah, it's true. They keep breaking, and then in the off-season, I think I've mended, and I keep getting rebroken. Um, yeah, so you just have these calluses built up. No, and I'm like get, I'm it's like hard Rose, to care. I'm like Rose Lavelle's hamstring. I'm just taking a long time to heal properly. Yeah, thanks, U.S. Soccer. She she told me it wasn't that Cincinnati game though. I don't know how much of that is her, like doing the Federation a solid and protecting them. She's like, everyone thinks it was a Cincinnati game, but it wasn't. She had a relapse with her hamstring in the fall, and just it's been kind of dicey. I don't know. It was that bachelorette party, wasn't it? <laughs> That one time they went dancing in Baltimore. I'm, I bet it was something dumb like tripping over Wilma. <laughs> it was like falling up the stairs. <laughs> That's the kind of thing that would happen to Rose Lavelle. <laughs> yeah, but somebody would have put that on Insta already. 
No, it's probably because she was the one trying to get the Insta. And she, oh, like... God, she totally did. She was <laughs> trying to, like, sneak up and scare one of her teammates yeah. and fell up the stairs and was recording and then got herself crying. Oh. I took it too far. <laughs> too far. Too far. All right. Well, we've got six games this week because we've got midweek games. Um, on Wednesday, we have three games. You guys will probably be hearing this on Wednesday, or depending on how busy Gab and I are, you may you might be hearing this after the fact. But we're gonna make some score predictions anyway. We're gonna get them in before the matches. Yeah. Because we've been pretty good about that all season, and now that we're going into week nine. Eight? Nine. 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 Yeah. We're we're gonna keep it up. Yeah. Yeah, nine. Uh nine. So Wednesday, tomorrow. Although technically it's Wednesday for me now. It is almost two AM. I, I have an hour and fifteen minutes left. Shh. Orlando is hosting North Carolina. Mmm. I think that's juicy. <sighs> Which, Are you going first? Oh, I'll, I'll I'll go first then. Orlando okay. is hosting North Carolina. Orlando has had a uh, had themselves a nice rest because last weekend was a bye weekend for them, so they haven't played since Saturday, May twelfth. It's been it'll be going on um twelve, twenty four, twelve days. So yeah, almost two weeks of rest for them. Meanwhile, North Carolina just played on Saturday against Sky Blue, and they've got some injuries. So I'll call this actually two two. So no 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 one one you're... sorry closer than that one one. One one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am gonna go with two Orlando, one North Carolina. Ooh, okay. Um, this is also a match that if you are in the area of Orlando, uh, Alec Krieger is buying your beer. Ooh. I think she's buying something like the first one hundred and fifty fans inside the stadium get a voucher for a free beer. Which okay, so tiny little soapbox I want to get on. Okay. I love that front offices do promos like this. I dislike any notion that this is on a player. Right, she's not playing. She's she's not paying for that. Uh, I she, I hope she's not. Yeah. I hope she's. I I hope she didn't strike a deal with the front office to say, uh, so these ten dollar beers, these ten dollar Bud Lights, I'm gonna buy a hundred and fifty of them. And you guys give out the vouchers. No, I think it's just a marketing ploy to make the fans feel like Allie Krieger bought me this beer. I feel more connected to the team. I I hope so. I really, really hope so. Because if Allie Krieger is giving up $1,500 to the front office so that fans can get free beer, I'm... I highly doubt that's that. They're just being like, this is a beer from Allie Krieger to you. Okay. Okay. If that's... If that's... If that's the gimmick, I'm totally down. Allie, if but Orlando is I making you give up. I swear to God, if, if she's footing a bill, if she gets an invoice, if she has to swipe a credit card. If if Orlando's oh. making you pay for everyone's beers, blink twice. Right? Like, oh. if this was something that they're asking you to do, this is fucked up. It's it's not. Uh, like, Orlando, apparently, from what I hear, treats its players pretty well. So I I don't think they're being like, hey, Allie, we've got this marketing gimmick we want to try, but it's going to cost you. But we're going to need you to foot the bill. Like, you won't have to pay it. We'll just deduct it from your paycheck. Yikes. But she doesn't get paid by the team. Oh, she does. She's not a national team player. Yikes, buddy. 
Yikes, we just waded oh, into so a sad. whole other so land. I'm so sad. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. so sorry. Yeah. That was a No, slip. clearly they are not making now her pay. It's a marketing ploy. All right. I hope so, but I swear to God, if the receipts come out, they won't. I'm angry. Washington Spirit hosting Sky Blue FC. Oh, boy. So this is the Rose LaBelle's triumphant return um, for 15 minutes? It's Rose LaBelle's please don't get injured, nobody touch her for you know, <laughs> the the 10 minutes she's on the field. <laughs> Just put like the... Put her in the bubble wrap. The bubble soccer. No, the full bubble soccer thing. No, if people, that looks fucking painful. The inflatable one that just yeah. everybody bounces off of. Yeah. yeah. Put her on one like, of those. Your or like, legs are not being protected in by case, any means. Or put her in like, you know, the Pope Mobile where they you ride in the glass case on the car and one of her teammates can drive her around the field while she's inside I'm like, of it. Put her in one of those bubbles that you have to like use your arms and legs to move it should be like uh football where she has a blocker so just a sign like joanna loman to run in front of her and tackle out of the way anybody who tries to like come tackle rose or you know just don't play her <laughs> apparently she's ready she she told me <laughs> she was ready and training she has uh, to so we're making this bet and you have insider information it's not I insider information i published it in an article on the internet I see how it is. Everybody literally knows, like, not everybody, but, like, it's out there. It's, you know. You expect me to believe what I read on the internet? When I tell it to you. Yes, I do. I do. I do. I'm going to say that Sky Blue is not going to figure their shit out. <laughs> and this is going to be one to nothing spirit. Okay. I'll call it two to one for Washington. Okay. We wow, both we're think, like opposites. We both think Washington's gonna win, though. I know, but like between last match and this one. Oh yeah. We're like opposites. All right. You're going high and I'm going low. Third game. I'm going high. You're going low. Uh, name your sex tape. Third game oh, of the night. Oh boy. Houston hosting Seattle. Wolf. In Houston, though. Yeah, in Houston. So humidity, <laughs> travel. Seattle just played on. Well, I mean, all these guys just played on Saturday. I really want Seattle to lose. I'm voting with my head, and I'm going to say 0-1 to one Seattle. Ooh, okay. Um, I think Houston, they'll be at home. Maybe they'll pull it back together a little bit, and they'll make it hard defensively for Seattle without scoring themselves. Oh, do I agree with you on 0-1? Yes, I do. Oh boy, this is gonna be the wildest match that's of the bad. week. That's that's bad. That's the but, way it always. But works. you know what? We um, we agreed so on the Houston we, game last weekend. We said we both said two to one Utah Houston, and Utah won one nothing. So we were pretty close. Sure. Okay. So this is like a double week in terms of counts of matches because we have three on Wednesday, one on Friday, and then three more over the weekend uh three more no yes jesus so seven right seven it's games. like a double weekend <sighs> this is exhausting. we have a lot okay we have a lot of so friday portland hosting utah what you got i'm gonna say portland three utah one okay 
Uh, I don't it's know. It's going to be a fucking Amy Rodriguez goal. I know it. I don't know if Portland's going to figure out how to score that much by Friday. Uh, we have Ellie Carpenter. I don't know if you were watching, but we have the youngest goal scorer ever in the Wow, NWSL how old is she? Is she 18 years and three weeks? 18 years and three weeks. Approximately uh. 275 months old. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll say two to one for Portland. <laughs> it's probably going to be a 1-1 tie, though. Okay. Stop it. Uh... Saturday's game, Chicago hosting Orlando Pride. Now remember, Orlando will have just played North Carolina on Wednesday. Chicago! Yeah, wait, you go first. Okay, okay, fine. Um, Two to two tie. No, 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 no. I think Alyssa Nair might do a good job here. I'll call this two to one for Chicago. Oh, God, we were going to do the same thing. Um, I'm going to say one to one. Okay. Okay. Un e un. And then Sky Blue hosting Seattle at home. Oh god, fuck. If they're on the road trip. Mhm. They'll just play Houston, but Sky Blue will have also just played Washington away. Although Sky Blue Washington, that's a day trip. Right. Um I'm going to say didn't Seattle just beat them like four to nothing? No, Seattle and Sky Blue played in it. Yes, actually, it was four to one. Yeah, so I'm gonna say three to nothing for Seattle. Seattle? Okay, I'm gonna call this three to one for Seattle. Uh, They'll the Sky Blue will get one back. A little dignity goal. Last game, Houston hosting Washington Spirit. You go. Okay, well, Houston and Washington both coming from those midweek games. No, but Houston gets to stay at home both yes. of these games. And Washington has to travel for this one. But they will have just beaten Sky Blue. <sighs> A couple of bottom table teams. It's really hard to call. I'll say two to two. This will be the I'm tie. I'm going to say zero, zero. Zero, zero. Okay. Well, seven games this week is going to oh, be... Oh, God. That's so much. That's 14 hours of soccer. That's too many games, honestly. Oh. I love this league. That's too break? many games. And then, after that, no, we've got one more week of games. And then an international break after that. All right. We, we can make it. We can make it. <laughs> I like that this is so hard on us. And all we do is sit around and drink. And talk about playing. We don't even drink. Like, I'm hydrating <laughs> while we're doing this. So I should be coming out on the plus side because I've, like, had a full pint of, of water over an hour <laughs> while these players are sweating out, you know, full you know pint of we, water. You know what we should do is we should fucking make, like, smoothies and just what are you drinking should be smoothies. Like healthy smoothies? With like the healthy can. smoothies okay. with, 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 like, chia seeds and shit. Power, power greens. Right. And a scoop of protein powder. Two swole fans. Butter powder in mine. That's what we're going to be. Two swole fans. We're going to get swole. Two swole fans. I tried that a few years ago. I should get back on that. Yeah, same. Okay. Those Ugh. are our score predictions. Um, If you would also like to get swole, why don't you leave some of your favorite workout tips for us as well? I don't know. <laughs> I'm very tired. Can you imagine? Could you imagine if we, if we started just working out together, like across the country, but Aww. we both just 
hit the gym and did the same shit. Yeah, our fitness journey. Our fitness journey. We just like FaceTime each other after each little workout. And then we'll we'll fucking arm wrestle when you're out here for the final. You'd probably win. I've I don't have a lot of upper body strength. I'm pretty noodly. I I am pretty well built in the upper body area. Now if we're doing like some kind of leg contest. I mean, I'll do the floor leg thingy. Yeah, like I'm I'm pretty thick from the waist down. So I'm I'm sturdy. I'm sturdy as fuck. Sturdy. I, I I'll I'll challenge you to any any of that. Mm. Um, I will not challenge you to eating contests. What about like a blood donating contest? <laughs> yeah, I would totally challenge you to a blood donating. Which contest. one of us can lose the most blood and still <laughs> live? <laughs> the first oh, one of man. us to die nobody, from blood no, loss. Nobody would would allow us to do that. No, no, they wouldn't. That's like a super illicit like. It sounds I'm like sure a it's illegal. I I'm what, pretty sure the cops would get caught. I wonder if the surviving person could be like charged with manslaughter. I don't think we would do it to the death. Just to because the passing then, out. Because then the winner is actually the person who bleeds out first. No, it's it's not about who can give the most, it's about who can give the most and survive. So right. you have to know right where your limit is. Yeah, because if it's about the most, right, regardless of living or dying, then whichever one of us has the greater blood volume is automatically the winner, and we don't even need to, like, pour the blood out of our bodies. Yeah, I'm the winner. Are you sure? Yeah, I totally have more blood in my body than you do. Wow, that's the weirdest sentence we've ever ended this podcast on. 